Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The Sensemaker. Hello, I'm Tomini, and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. To find out more about Tortoise and how to become a member, just go to the episode description. Today, how soaring profits turn the UK's oil and gas sector into a tax target. Shares of energy giant BP, they are higher this morning, this after the company posting a big jump, as you might imagine, in profit for 2021, swinging from a net loss of $5.7 billion the prior year to a profit of $12.8 billion. Last year saw a spectacular reversal of fortunes for the world's biggest oil producers. At one point in April 2020, just before much of the world went into lockdown, the price of a barrel of Texas crude oil briefly dipped to minus $40. In other words, at that moment, you'd be given $40 to take delivery of a barrel. It's the first time the price has uh, turned negative in history. It led to a day of chaos in the oil market. But two years later, boom times are back. Prices are high, shareholders are getting paid. And the UK's oil and gas companies have a renewed purpose. They are the secure alternative to Russian energy. That's been reflected in the latest round of financial results which are out this week. BP, despite having to write off its Russian interests, posted its highest quarterly profit in more than a decade at $6.2 billion. Shell posted its highest ever at $9.2 billion. They've exceeded expectations, but could they also end up a victim of their own success? Back in November, Bernard Looney, the chief executive of BP, made the mistake of boasting to the press that his business was a cash machine. In the context of rising energy bills and potentially the steepest drop in living standards on record, that didn't go down too well. Calls grew louder for a windfall tax, a one-off levy on oil and gas companies operating in the North Sea, the proceeds of which could be used to help cushion the blow for consumers. As profits soar and the cost of living crisis intensifies, a windfall tax has become a key policy for the Labour Party. This was its leader, Keir Starmer, on BBC Radio 4's Today programme. When their own chief executives and directors are saying, we've got more money than we know what to do with, we're effectively a, a, a cash point, a cash machine, um, then we're in the realms of taxing, a windfall tax, that money which they didn't expect to make. It's an attractive idea. Instead of energy companies using the extra cash to buy their shares and boost their stock prices, why not spread it more widely among Britain's hard-pressed energy consumers? Labour is arguing that increasing the oil giant's corporation tax by 10% for a year could reduce the average energy bill by £200. The Prime Minister, however, has so far resisted. Speaking to ITV's Good Morning Britain, Boris Johnson said it would deter companies from investing in the transition to renewable energy. If you put a, uh, a windfall tax on, uh, on the energy companies, what that means is that uh, you discourage them from making the investments that we want to see that will, in the end, keep energy pri- prices lower for everybody. 
But there are other reasons the government is hesitant. First, you could argue that a sizeable portion of the British public is actually benefiting from BP and Shell's windfall. Here's Bernard Looney making that case. These are profits that are then rewarding our shareholders, who, by the way, are not some faceless institutions, but pretty much anyone who has a pension or pays into a pension in the UK is affected by that. And another reason is that, historically, windfall taxes haven't been popular with traditional Conservative voters. In 1981, Sir Geoffrey Howe, Margaret Thatcher's first Chancellor, imposed a controversial windfall tax on the banks. And while it raised almost £2 billion in today's money, the banks and a number of Conservative MPs were furious. Regardless, Margaret Thatcher backed it. So did the arguments against the windfall tax make sense? Or is it unfair to single out one sector to ease the cost of living crisis? Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. BP acted relatively quickly when Russia invaded Ukraine including getting rid of its stake in Russian energy giant Rosneft. And it came at a huge cost to the business. You know that we took the decision to exit Russia uh, within 96 hours of the invasion happening. And today you're seeing the financial implications uh, of that decision, which is a $25 billion write-down on that investment. BP has also pledged to invest up to £18 billion in the UK's energy system by the end of 2030. That includes projects in the North Sea oil and gas, offshore wind, hydrogen facilities, electric vehicle charging points and carbon capture. But asked by the Times whether any of these planned investments wouldn't go ahead if a windfall tax was introduced, Bernard Looney replied, there are none that we wouldn't do. So isn't that a green light for the government to go ahead? This week, the Chancellor Rishi Sunak broke ranks to suggest that a windfall tax was something that he'd at least consider. What I'd say is, look, if, if we don't see that type of investment coming forward, right, and if the companies are not going to make those investments in, in our country and in our energy security, then of course that's something that, you know, I would look at and you know, nothing's ever off the table in these things. Ultimately, he's the person holding the purse strings. Would he follow in the footsteps of Margaret Thatcher's first chancellor and impose a windfall tax? A lot depends on how long energy prices stay high and how long the British public will put up with the energy companies profiting. But it's important to note, tax taken from oil and gas companies wouldn't cure the cost of living crisis. You'd need £5 billion to give 10 million lower income households a £500 saving on their bills for a single year. A 10% rise in BP's tax bill would produce just one twentieth of that. It's not enough. For that reason, Rishi Sunak will have to consider all the options, including a windfall tax. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker. If you want more slow and considered journalism from Tortoise, you can get half price digital membership for £50 a year by going to tortoisemedia.com forward slash friend and using my code Tomini50. That's T-O-M-I-N-I-5-0. Today's story was written by Barney McIntyre and mixed by Immy Harper. Hello. 
The Sensemaker.